Testing, one, two, three. All right, let's get it. You good? Yep. All right, fuck. This episode is brought to you by Tecate, the fresh, cool taste of a Tecate original. Not the Tecate light, not the blue shit. Tecate original. Yeah, we don't fuck with that blue shit, bro. Hell no. Well, goddamn. Let's get right into it, all right? Did you fucking see that brawl? The Brawl of the Fucking Century. The Malice in the Palace Part 2. Malice in the Palace Part 2. <laughs> okay. Street Fighter A. <laughs> fucking. Fucking, what else? It, it, Holyfield versus Tyson. Tyson 2. Muhammad two. Ali versus. It was. Uh, um, uh, Frazier 2. Honestly, I'm you, so fucking glad we got to see something like that. Even though it kind of escalated a lot more than we thought it was. You can tell the NBA's on on the fucking real shit this year. Yeah, bro. Everybody's gonna be on the fucking. You're gonna have to get the real hardcore gangster shit. <laughs> it's it's t- You know what it is too, though. And what I think the biggest thing about it is is when uh, Stern was president of the NBA. Still, um, he was super strict about everything from Fuck flopping you. to you mean to uh, denying trades. You mean the, the big LA, New Orleans, Pelicans, True. Houston trade that, 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 that got denied. Um, so he was super strict and he was very controlling of the NBA. And then you have Adam Silver come in. Um, and Adam Silver has let so much stuff slide. He's let so much just slide, huh? He's let so he's much the, just slide. He's the cool principal. And you know what it is? <laughs> is he knows that this shit is good for TV ratings and oh, that's what's going to make up yeah. money. You know that big ass TV deal they just got a couple, like two years ago. And that's why the fucking uh, salary cap is through the damn roof. Oh, yeah, man. That like mega deal that they signed. But, uh, so he he knows that that that's what ratings need, but he just yeah he does not he has a tight enough grip on the league to keep it under control, but he definitely loosens the reins when it's when it's when it's this when it's when good it's for ratings when it's good yeah. for ratings. I'll tell you what though, this particular incident it it opened it opened a lot of a lot of fucking eyes to people. So of course we've we've seen all the videos, we've seen all the the angles, mm-hmm. all the camera frames, all the reactions. But I think we need to dive into these questions about this that entire Chris Paul and Rondo beef. Well, let's let's start off then. Just to begin with, from the all the angles, like you said, in the videos you've seen, did you see Rajon Rondo spit <laughs> at Chris Paul? Look, all right. Let, let's just get down to the all right nitty gritties of this. What did you see? I it it's hard to tell what I saw. I I don't I don't want to believe personally that any any grown ass man would literally. Would, purposely spit on somebody's face i'm telling i you. i personally think that like because if you can tell in the video ron had a mouthpiece a mouthpiece a mouthpiece a mouth guard yes there. so what it from from what it looked like to you me know? is i didn't i don't see like a deliberate like spit no but i saw him like pucker his lips and like do like a a, a motion with his lips like he was trying to pop out his mouth guard or something yeah and it gave if i'm if i'm face to face and i'm that close to this man and he does that with his lips it's gonna be very easy to hands. interpret that you're trying to spit on me, and at, at that, that point, point, it's hands. It's hands. <laughs> it's I don't hands know. And feet. I'm telling you though, Chris Paul, as much as the tough guy you like to be, bro. And you mean I understand you're like, oh, yo, someone spits on you. You mean you you throw hands? But bro, don't put your finger in this man's face. Yeah, and I did. I didn't fuck with that. I would have swung on this. I, I would have swung on this, bro. This I kid. did not fuck with that at all. No, like, you bro. don't. You don't. You don't put someone's. You don't put a fucking finger in some grown man's eyes. That that. If someone fun. spits on you, just swing on him. Yeah, you and then poke on him. I mean, as we know, Chris Paul puts his finger in Rondo's face and literally puts it in his face. And Rod was like, nah, bro, I'm not the I'm not the nigga for that. And he, and, Those, hey, oh. and he caught the fucking six the six peak. 
Bink, 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 bink. He got a, got the uppercut too. I'm bro. telling you, bro. He'd been watching those Manny Pacquiao YouTube videos bro, or something. Bro, but it's not like we didn't know Ronda was about that action, though. Ronda's not one to fucking oh, shy away from any kind no, of contact. Bro. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to score with Draymond last season when he was with the Pelicans. Oh in the God. playoffs, in, round, in, in the second round, when he, dude, he was fucking with Draymond too. And it was funny. Hell yeah. I remember that, bro. I was ready for them to go. And I was like, you know, bro, I'm ready for this. I'm, I was ready for Rondo to lay Draymond on the ground like that, though. Rondo's not the fucking one. He's you know not I mean? the one. Not, not the, the one. one. I'm but telling you. Getting back, to, getting back to that topic. So, of course, we all know that um, the suspensions were handed down for that incident. It didn't. It, that um, the, the altercation didn't start with Chris Paul Rondo. To begin with, Brandon Ingram got into Brandon Ingram got into, into it too with Chris with a James Harden under the basket after after um, uh, a turnover. So and then from well, there, that was the initial. That was the initial. That was, that, that was, initial was Brandon problem. Ingram pushing James, pushing James Harden. So that was just going to be technical. Yeah, they broke it up pretty quickly, Great and then that. Rondo and Chris Paul got, got into it. That's what happened. But then after Rondo throws a punch, you see, and you know what, I do. I get the whole idea, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to defend my teammates. I'm going to do what I got to do. But, bro, Brandon Ingram. Nah, no, no, no. You you, you, you might not agree with that. But, like, Brandon Ingram's not the one to fuck with either. Like, he's from – Brandon Ingram, I don't think he's, he's, he's got to fuck with either. I think he's got the fucking goons on fucking – he got well, the shooters, it's, bro. It's you not, know what I mean? It's not even that. It's just, like, I understand – like I'm saying, I understand you're helping the team out. But it's, yeah. like, if you look at the video, this man came swinging – I'm trying to hit the back of Chris Paul's oh, head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm telling okay, you, bro. Okay, that, if you that, if that, you if you're a real one, like you're trying to say bi is, bro. Come on, bro. You gotta you, you gotta if you're gonna throw punches, bro. You better be face I, to face with this. Man. I ain't like that shit. That's a B, and bi is so goddamn long too. So like his punches. That's some whack when, shit, bro. When you fucking cock that shit back, yeah. You gonna see? I'm telling. I'm not mad that he was trying to defend his teammate, bro. I'm a little. I'm just. Very, very uh, judgmental on the way he came from behind like that, bro. It's like, come on, bro. Don't feel that. Don't pull that low. Let's let's jump this dude. Shit, come on, nah. Well, bi, well, bi did get the most games out of anybody. Yeah, I think games. he deserved to he get deserved the most. The he, he deserved the mo- to get the most game suspension. Fuck, I yeah. completely agree with that. But why don't you? Uh, you mean so? What, bi had four. Rondo had three. Is three games. Yeah, and then CP three served two games. Um, altogether though, they lost a fucking shitload of money. Too. Yeah, bro. You can't be happy about that if you're a player. It's it's. And I would say, considering Chris Paul just signed a what four year, hundred fifty million dollar contract, that he's losing a lot of money. He dude. lost almost five. He lost almost five hundred thousand, bro. I'd be heated. Oh my! I never seen that much money in my goddamn life. But if I, but if I knew I was making that much oh money, I lose it that way. I'm telling you, it's bro. Fucking, it's crazy, bro. But okay, next question we gotta we gotta bring up with 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 this with this altercation is. Where the fuck did this beef? Where does this beef between Chris Paul and Durant start? Because it was almost instant whenever they whenever they fired her. Yeah, I know. Before, you know, where the fuck does it go back to? You know what I mean, dude? I as soon as it happened though, you know that's what everyone was thinking. Like, oh, you I mean what is the beef? Um, and you mean they even we they even like flashback to the days in like New Orleans with Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, the New Orleans, the New Orleans Hornets. Hornets. <laughs> I almost forgot. And then back the when uh, Rondo was. Uh, Playing for the Celtics, you mean with uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Real and all that, and they were beefing back then. But it's like I don't know what went down between them two to cause such frustration and right. hostility. But I looked into it actually. I figured that out. What happened? I figured out. Okay, so their beef, um, for, uh, for, uh, not firstly, but fucking initially starts off in 2008. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a it was Team USA tryouts, you know. It was the training camp 
the summer after the that brought the Boston won the championship, their first one in forever. Um, Rondo gets Rondo gets an invite. Chris Paul gets an invite. Darren Williams gets it gets an invite. It was that 2008 Olympic team that went on to fucking win gold in uh, Ch- Beijing, right? Mm-hmm. 2008. 2008. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so um, they go through they, they they go through the tryouts. They go through the, the the training camp and all that shit. And afterwards, you know. Rondo, Rondo, and Chris Paul have been battling out, battling it out for a spot on the roster the entire time, and Chris Paul and Chris Paul ends up getting getting the spot over Rondo. At that point, Rondo felt so fucking hurt. Rondo was fucking hurt, hurt about it, bro. He felt you, he, it was in, in in his heart of hearts. Rondo really did believe that he was a better point guard than Chris Paul. So that's where that's where it all starts off. Okay, so j- just going off of that, um, back in 2008, you mean? Back in 2008, Rajon Rondo was a great point guard. He was, he was would, you, would you consider, he was almost an elite point guard back in 2008. I would consider, okay, here's the thing. If he, so this is, this is what I'm going to compare him to. Rajon Rondo was an elite point guard, I would say, in, in Boston. In Boston because of the players he had, just yes. like Draymond Green is an elite power forward because of the team he has in, in with State. the Warriors. Yes. You yes. put them in any other system. Yes, Rondo, Rondo still has the same vision. You I mean he's still a great passer, but he's you mean his free throws are trash. Yes, he could not shoot a three to save his goddamn life shoot, back. Couldn't even shoot a mid range. No, no, no. It, you mean and he just he was just lucky that Paul, Paul Pierce was was clutch. He was clutch. Kevin Garnett would get you rebounds and would you mean you put, you the bottom Defensive of the paint presence. and he's gonna do what he needs to and then and then you, you, you drive in you 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 draw Ray Allen's defender off by a couple feet all you need is that much space absolutely right and then you pass him the ball and he's going to make that shot for you and so i think that he's an elite point guard because of the teammates that he has right the teammates he had made him an elite so considering that though you mean chris, i would chris paul chris paul's been an elite point guard for I don't know how long now. He's, he's been elite since he was in since he was in since, since he came to the league from yeah. when, since he left Wake Forest. And the thing about that too is he was elite when he was with the Pelicans or the Hornets. Hornets sorry, Hornets. he was elite when he was in LA, and he's elite when he's here in Houston. No matter what system you put, I he's think, a top point guard. No matter what people you surround right. him by. I think with Rondo though, that whole entire 2008 issue, it was just you know. Emotions were high. For him, it was he personal. Came a, he came off a championship. He felt like he yeah. had earned his spot among, amongst the greats of the greats. So I can see where I can see where the where the beef starts over there. But ultimately, I because who's coaching? Um, it was Coach K. Coach K, yeah, Coach K. And Coach K. the thing about it too is like, ultimately, he's just butthurt about it. It's, he's butthurt about he's it, and like. Again, going back down to it, like Coach K, Coach uh, blah, 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 blah. Coach K, just, you can just call him we'll Coach call K. Coach K. That shit's fucking too long to say anyway. You can't yeah. spell that shit. He is, considering he's never going to ref in the NBA, which is fine, because he's the greatest college coach to ever, you mean ref, I would say. Um, you mean, he has, I don't know how many gold medals with the right. Olympic team. It's just like, you have to respect his decision, and ultimately... Right, 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 right. You mean, but... I get it, but okay. So that's that's where that that's where it starts for them, it, and then fast forward to two thousand nine. Like we were talking about earlier, it was a, yeah. it was, it was a game against the Horn, uh, the Pelican, no, the, the Hornets, the Hornets, the fucking Hornets, the New Orleans Hornets, the, North, the New Orleans Hornets versus the Boston Celtics. Celtics. After that game was over, um, Chris Paul go no Chris Paul Rondo go uh, see each other um, on the court, and Ron, Rondo just starts. Spewing out the fucking bullshit, uh, keeps just starts slaying, letting him have it. The fire flame. He's oh like, you're, you're not, you're, ne- you'll never win a ring. You're not as good as me. 
all Ronda was just giving him the fucking straight horse cash shit. He's the straight cash money shit, you know. It is ultimately, yeah, their beef. So, 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 it's a lot. It's, but you know, Chris Paul and Ron, uh, Chris Paul and Rondo are two very big egos in the. In the oh, NBA. absolutely. They are. They're 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 scrappy. Yep. They're smart players. They're they demand a lot from their teammates. They know what they can do on the court. They know they can, they're confident in their abilities and what and, and what they bring to the table. And, he, and, and 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 after that Boston game, um, uh, that, that that game we're talking about, mm-hmm. the the press was asking the the, the press was just hounding him about it, hounding him about it, hounding him about it, and then he made a, he made an emphasis. He I mean, he made a point. He's like, from now here on out, don't ask me about Chris Paul. Don't ask me about what. Don't ask him. Don't ask me about him now, tomorrow, or forever and ever, bro. Anytime it was that, like he was done, nigga. You know what I mean. Ultimately, I don't think it was a surprise that that that, that, that if I happened between them, I felt no. like it was brewing. It was brewing over. It was brewing over a long time. You could tell too. Mm-hmm. Their matchups are always heated, contested. They're always at each other's fucking throats and fucking ears. So, not, shit. Not even Doc Rivers said he was like, "I'm not surprised these two duked it out together." I was like, "It's about fucking time." I'm telling you, and, right? And I agree. And I think to the results that we saw coming from. From this this fight scuffle, I mean whatever you want to call it. Um, outside of just the game suspensions, is Ron, dude Rondo wasn't done. No nigga, fuck no. This nigga took it to the internet and was like, I don't know why y'all are surprised. In essence, pretty much says Chris Paul's a shitty person. <sighs> that brings me my next. That brings me my, my next question. Straight up, just calls him out and goes. He's he goes. He's a shitty. He's like, you guys want to like him so bad. He's like, but I'm gonna tell you right now. He's not a good teammate. He's not a good person. I'm just like, damn, like that too. And the and before I let you go, one more thing. The craziest thing to me about all of this is that Chris Paul hasn't said a goddamn word. No, about right? He's been super, super quiet about all yep. this. Getting back, getting back to that though. Do we think Chris Paul is a bad teammate? I mean, of course, Ronald makes those makes those comments to, to mm-hmm. the media. Um, you, you you hear Big Glenn Baby Davis say, "Yeah, it's true. Chris Paul sucked. Eh? Chris Paul sucked as a fucking teammate." You have Ryan Hollins coming out and saying he has some growth. He has you know he he has some areas areas to grow. Is would you consider Chris Paul a bad teammate? I mean, well, here's the thing: you have people coming, you have people direct direct teammates of his in the past saying that he's not a good teammate, and then I saw another report too. Um, by Chris Boussard. Yeah. Um, Chris Boussard said that after the after everything happened, he uh, obviously he didn't give any names, but he said he contacted a close contact of his in the LA Clippers organization, and uh, it was Austin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> it was Austin Rivers. No secret here. Says he contacted. You mean? Um, you mean? Well, he said he's contacting an executive uh, in the Clippers organization. But shit, yo, Austin Rivers might have just had his dad's phone texting texting him. <laughs> Also, it was just texting from his dad's phone. That's that's pretty, Bro, probably what happened. We have to we have to grab this fact though. Chris Paul never fucked with Austin Rivers. Like they were, it was always beef between them two. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if Austin Rivers came out and said something about him. But you know what it is though. But he, Chris Bouchard says that the executive came out and he said he always all this drew about him being a bad teammate. And he's like, let's just say that Chris Paul um, was never well, too liked in the locker room, and let's just say that it all derived from anytime he did something wrong on the court, he never took responsibility for it. Oh, and that—that's—that's what—that's what—that's what his—that's what his source said. That's he's the, like, anytime he would do something wrong, or I mean, maybe did something that cost him a game, he would—he would never take responsibility for himself, and he would just blame it on everyone else. 
That's not a good. That's yeah. not a good characteristic. How how do you think? Do we think that that you know Chris Paul's um, you know attitude and his temperament have anything to do with the breakup of of, uh, of the Lob City trio with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan? I want to say I want to say Chris Paul had a big influence on that on, the, on that on those on both on all those guys' decisions mm-hmm. as far as like them deciding to up up and leave. You know, they had been together for so long. The only thing though is. So at first, I would like to say yes immediately, but you know I mean just thinking about some of the things that we've seen with it, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Blake Griffin weren't didn't like each other either. Oh, no. And the thing about it too is like I can see Chris Paul being like, "Yo, what's your problem, bro? You keep getting hurt. You're the reason that we're not doing anything." You mean yeah? You mean Chris Paul gets hurt here and there, but it's like, "Yo, you're like you for real never play basketball. <laughs> we like, never see you out there, bro." I'm telling you, bro. And I I want to say that him and DeAndre Jordan's relationship wasn't too bad because this nigga almost left and he was able to convince him to come back. Yes. He's, he's that. I mean, I'm not saying that they were best friends, but I'm not saying that they, they had were the like, worst enemies. Like, they were exactly, they were worst enemies. And again, too, and I think that you have to have somewhat of a relationship with this man if you're able to convince him to, after you already verbally committed to go sign for the Dallas Mavericks, to. <laughs> Nah, wait. He commanded be like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm gonna go back to LA. <laughs> no, you remember Chris, that shit four years ago? CP3 held him hostage in his fucking household. Him, Blake Griffin were all fucking in. Put the young, fucking chair on the door knob. You ain't leaving. You ain't leaving until you, ain't ain't leaving, leaving, you sign that extension. Nah, nigga, you ain't leaving shit, bro. I the, the one thing I remember about uh, DeAndre Jordan and fucking Chris Paul though is there's this one video clip mm-hmm. in the game. I think it's, it's in the game. It was like super super close in the fourth quarter. And um, so, and the opposite, the, the team was on the line, mm-hmm. and Chris Paul's just shouting at fucking. He's looking up to the other Jordan, and he's like, "Got the fucking rebound, you motherfucker!" Say something like that, some some crazy shit to him. That's the one thing I, I that sticks in my mind about him. But I will say this about Chris Paul. And I, I'll, I'll say I'll say this about Rondo too. They're just they demand a lot. Playing playing with them, play look, look like this. If you're the, if if they're, if they're not on your team, you hate them. But if you if you play with them and you're playing for them and, and, it's, and it's going well, they're the best the best people I have around. I don't looking at Chris Paul now. How do you feel? That, how do you feel him and James Harden are relationship is together? So you mean we briefly th- talked about it. Um, I think I think that despite everything about Chris Paul, what he does in the locker room, I think that when he's on the court, he does a he doesn't do a half bad job at making sure that everything's okay. I think that James Harden low key is another person that like when he's in the locker room, he's he's like, I'm better than all of you. I kind of have a feeling that Chris Paul goes in there sometimes and just tries to like big brother him. You know what I mean? Just, just you know, just because the way he, just the way he, this way he is. I feel like he, I feel like Chris Paul thinks it's more his team than his James Harden. See, here's the thing. I don't Harden's see. Team. I don't think that Chris Paul thinks it's his team. I think. I think Chris Paul sees them both as equals, mm-hmm. and I think James Harden is okay with that just because he'd rather that than Chris Paul try to make it his team. And I think that's why they've, I think that's why they work so well with how little time they played with each other last year. Yeah, because I was very surprised on how quickly they, they adapted to each right? other's game. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think for the first time, Chris Paul's found someone that he actually equal. knows. Because James Harden is smart as fuck on the court too. I think he's finally found someone that he's like, you know what? This he can play basketball. He can play basketball. He can shoot. He can pass. You mean and uh, you mean he can pass me the ball. I can pass him the ball. 
Um, and so I just, yeah, you're like, like you were saying, I think he's finally found someone that, you I mean, he thinks matches. is on this, ma- matches his intellectual and basketball skill set. And so I think that's why there's no major issues, issues so between far. those two that have Yet. affected, you mean, <laughs> that have affected them. Hey, bro, we still got four more years with them together, so we'll see what happens. Okay, last question to end us off. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather have on your roster, or as as your teammate? Would you rather have Chris Paul or would you have Rajon Rondo? Oh God! Think about it. Are we talking? What are we talking? I'm I'm at saying. This moment right I'm now? saying everything. I'm considering. I'm putting everything into consideration as far as the skill, talent wise, um, fucking temperament, the mood they're in. Which guy would you rather have on your team? I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you. Who I, I think I'll tell you who I would have. Who? I'd much rather have uh, Rajon Rondo. Yeah. I feel like with R- Rondo's game, you, he doesn't. He doesn't need to score. He doesn't need to shoot three pointers. He doesn't. He, it's, it, it's 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 valuable, but he's more essential as a playmaker. Bro, he can ha- no, bro. As long as you have him doing those Rondo nights, the eight yes. twelves. Yes, I can. I can. I I, I can deal with the. Uh, I can a, get a, behind those. I can deal with an eight an eight point per night game if he has if he has fourteen, fifteen, sixteen assists. You know what I mean? Fuck that. I. I'm riding with Rondo, bro. It, it, now, it, even now that he's a Laker, I have to, I have to kind of like fuck with him a lot more. I, I didn't, I didn't used to like Rondo. I'll tell you that much for sure. I didn't fucking like the way he used to, he, he used to be. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember when he fucking played the Kings for one year and he looked like he was a, the big old big bad boss. Yeah. I'll tell you though, but he's he's good. He's a good player. He's 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 a pleased. He's the playmaker. He's one of the elite playmakers in the NBA. I think so. For real. Uh, you know what? I would agree with what you're saying, but I think that as long as Chris Paul has someone like a James Harden or even like a LeBron James, someone that he's not going to do his normal bullshit with, I would rather have Chris Paul. Yeah. Because I, yeah. And I also think that having Carmelo Anthony on the team too, Carmelo Anthony is a, is a real one too. Carmelo Anthony ain't going to let Chris Paul come at him no sideways. Yeah, true. I think that Carmelo Anthony is definitely going to help him. He's, it, we're gonna see, we're gonna see um, very slowly, and you I mean again a lot of, over time. But I think that Carmel Anthony is gonna help Chris Paul with his like temperament in the locker room, just because he's gonna be like, "Yo, nigga, I need you to tone it down a bit, because I know you're talking to the group. I'm part of the group, and you ain't gonna talk to me that way." So let's go to rewind, and Chris Paul's gonna be like, "All right, you right, you right, you right." Yeah, Banana Bo Squad, I forgot my bad. Banana Bo Squad for life, you feel me? That that him and him LeBron. Did you see LeBron grab Chris Paul out of the? Hu- How did you feel about LeBron James? Grabbing fucking Chris Paul out of that fucking that fucking melee. Though. I have to ask you that I, off topic, but like, how do you feel about LeBron? My first thing is why is a Laker grabbing a rocket out of the scuffle instead of his own teammate? Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. you have to think about every. You have to think about the relationship they have off the court. True, that's that's, that's one a, of his best friends. That's one of his god. To his, yeah, his, one of, his one of the, that's one of the god parents to his kids. Yeah, you mean and so, so you mean I don't. You gotta think. You gotta think about the the whole context of the situation. It was a bad look at first, but after looking at looking at looking at it more more depth, it made a lot of sense. I wasn't really mad about. I wasn't even too mad about that. And and I think yeah, um, but the real go, going off of that since we're already on the topic is the real question: How do we feel about LeBron doing it, or is the question how do we feel about a Rocket teammate not being the one to pull Chris Paul off? Ooh, James Harden wasn't that. Jim Harden didn't want any James of that. James Harden was right there. He bro. didn't want any of that smoke. He walked out, bro. He, he didn't want any of that smoke, like, I want none bro. of this, bro. Nope. You didn't see him grab nobody. No. He, he got that shove and he was like, damn, I'm going back to the bench. <laughs> Nigga, I'm out of here. He's like, he's like, bro, I'm here to play basketball. Yeah, I think it's too right. That's true. Then again, you know, you, but you, you, you do know Mel's going to be off in the middle of that shit. Oh, yeah. Mel's going to be right in the middle of that shit. But, uh, 
Yeah, that's just one of the fucking many great games we got from week one of the NBA, bro. Yeah. Can you believe it? God oh, damn, man. that was a good ass week. I ah man, it, it felt so nice having the league pass on and basketball was on from five o'clock till about 10, 10 p.m. every every single night, man. God damn. So we're talking about we're gonna go get into highlights now. Highlights of week one, man. So I wanna, I wanna go first. Shout out to the fucking Raptors, bro. The Toronto Raptors <sighs> are now. We're four and zero, but now it's after after tonight's games, it, they're five and zero. They're five and zero. Fuck! Kawhi Leonard, I went out there and had himself a fucking nigga. game, bro. Kawhi had thirty one at Boston last Friday. Yes, he went he, out there and he went out there and said, "Toronto, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make looks, you, I'm gonna make you happy about this." He looks comfortable, right? After yes. just, I know it's still super early, but doesn't he look super comfortable in that system already? And here's the thing too: is like I don't expect Kawhi Leonard to have bad games. Yeah, he might have a a more mediocre game than what he's doing now, but I don't expect him to have bad, bad games. Not many. No, not, not many at all. And the thing is, is like when you've played for the San Antonio Spurs and for Greg Popovich for such for such, such a long time, is you go into this new system, you're taking everything in what the coach is saying and how you're working with your teammates, but ultimately, everything that Popovich taught him is in the back of his head, and he uses that to adjust small things that he needs to to make sure that he's fitting in well and that everyone else is doing their part. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I and I yeah, I I low key think that he might be a little more vocal too in you this locker room. room. Yes. I think he might be in a position to where he's slowly going to be ready to become like a like a leader. A leader. And be like, "You know what? I know my skill set. I know what I can do. I can how I can help others." And it's like, "And I have to do it." Um cuz even right now, you I mean, we already seen comments from him saying we're not a championship contending team. And it's like, bro, he's been realistic. Cause on because when you're going up against the Warriors, you everyone has to be on their has to be on their fucking A game. That's, everyone, that's that's the one game they have to fucking be on. Everything has to be in order. You can't you can't you have can't mess up. Nothing, nothing wrong. Um so go back to go back to the Raptors. So last week they won all four games, um, all double digit wins. You know, they fucking dropped one they dropped yeah, like one something, they had dropped like one forty. Even uh even the what the third game of the third game too, they you mean Kawhi just rested? Yeah. I mean Kyle Lowry. And then Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry steps in. Shout out to Kyle Lowry too, yeah. bro. Kyle Lowry looks solid. He looks solid, but you can tell he's still Mrs. DeRozan. Oh absolutely. I, oh uh, that being that aside, he has tweet he he's he, he leads the NBA in assist right now. That's crazy. That's ten 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 a night. That's ten wild. a fucking night. And the thing about it too is you can tell he misses the Rosen. But it's game, also nice seeing that he's not letting it affect his game. No, his game looks a lot. I think his game looks a lot more polished. He's taking a lot more threes. The Raptors as a team are taking they're taking a, a, a good amount of threes. They're shooting thirty eight percent from the from three three point line so far. I know 40 percent from the field, man. But Toronto's gonna make some fucking noise. I don't think. I think at the, at the right even even at the current they're going to, they're gonna be one of those again. They're gonna be. They're obviously gonna be one of those teams that are gonna be fucking high up in the East. They're gonna be. One of those top three seeds for sure. Philly's looking pretty shitty right now. Yeah, but you mean it's it's still it's still season, early, but you they know. Look, so far they look good. Um, Who do you have to shout out? Anybody for what? Anybody to shout out for, for week one? Any performances? I have a couple more. I do, um, bro. Tell me why. Um, that up there in the Windy City, we got Zach Levine. Oh, out there yes. No, 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 no. We got to oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Time out. That's the time one out. I'm talking about. Hold on. Thirty. Uh, we're doing a whole. We're do, we're doing a full time out right now. Full time out. 
That this nigga's hooping, bro. That nigga's dropping 32.3 points per game. Bro, all four, bro, he's averaging 30 plus points a game so far. Can he be a, is it Jordan, is it second coming to Jordan? Okay, I want to go there. Is he the but... best shooting guard of all time in Chicago already? <laughs> we gotta we got bring it up, bro. There's, there hasn't been a good shooting guard in, in fucking. Oh, I'm telling you. The since, Chicago. Since Jimmy. And, and even then, Jimmy's game even, has evolved so much more exactly. than what he was But in what Chicago. makes it even weirder, though, is that even though he's dropping 30 a night, the Bulls are still like 0 and 4 or 0 5 or something like that. So he's just, he's scoring the buckets. It's, I don't understand. Here's the thing, though. Um, it just shows you the position they're in. They really, you can tell they're hurting to get Lori Marketing back because of what he could do on the boards, mm-hmm. how he can spread the floor so much. And I think that when Lori Marketing comes back in, Zach Levine has no problem averaging. I think Zach, Le- dude, Zach Levine might be in the MIP talks now. He is. If, considering what, considering when you bring back Lauren Marketing, yeah, he might be. Zach Levine might be taking a couple less shots, but the way that he's uh, Marketing spreads the floor and can get you second chance points, I think Zach Levine is still going to be an efficient shooter. Yeah. Oh, he's shooting like sixty five percent. Yes, he 65% is. Sixty five percent right now. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. You, you know, you know, he's shooting from three. Uh, no, I have no idea. No, clue. But, dude, but he's, 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 he's out of Shout out to fucking Zach Levine for putting on a fucking show. They did beat the Hornets tonight. Um, the Bulls. Yeah, bro, he finished with 32 points. God damn. Um, his free throws are on point, too. And, I mean, he's passing the ball not too, uh, not too bad. A couple, like, I think he's averaging, like, five, four assists a game, too. Good numbers. Um. Shout out to him. But, yeah, shout out to him. Who else you got? Shout out to fucking, um, so, this next team. Shout out to fucking the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, bro, they're hooping. Bro, they're hooping, hooping. They're three, they're three and all, four and all right now. Something like Something that. Something like that. They fucking crushed Houston. Um, night two of the, uh, of, of the season. I think it was a Thursday night. Again, one third, and they fucking and they fucking score one forty nine against the Sacramento Kings. Oh they're putting up a fucking shitload of points. Yes, and everybody's and everybody's contributing. Everybody, everybody's Dude, putting up I'm fucking numbers. You, Nick Nikola Miritich, Miritich, bro, he's been on one. Nico's averaging twenty eight points per per, per game this year. That's ridiculous. Twenty eight. So Nick, so Nico's averaging twenty eight and ten. Eighty's averaging 30, 13, and five. Julius Randle's averaging eighteen and nine. And then Drew Holiday is averaging a cool 11 and 9. And Julius Randle's coming off the bench with that 18 points. Fuck yeah, dude. Julius yeah. Randle was good as shit already, bro. I know. I was so I was disappointed. I was I was really upset that he he didn't make it to his new Lockers team, Rockers team, but he's a rebounding B. He's a man on the fucking mission on the boards, bro. They lead the NBA in points per game with 132 per uh per per night. And like I said, that Rockets box score was fucking ridiculous. I'm telling you. They, that yeah, they've, box they've been putting up numbers. Obviously, you mean, um, again, like we keep saying, only a couple games into the season. Yeah, but still a little early, but we're dude, excited. Fuck, it looks good. Uh, uh, bro, the Pelicans, Pelicans might be a 5-4 four, a four, four seed at this, bro. They have a, they, they look good early. I'm, Ultimate, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying with Anthony Davis at your they center have, form, they as, have, as, as, your, as your focal point, it's... Uh, um, very, very bright, um, and positive outlook going into the rest of the season. This kind of has to be a big year for New Orleans, though. Oh, absolutely! And this, going this off of it, needing to be a big year, just real quick. Um, you mean I already told you earlier, but I I saw some reports mm-hmm. that reports. New Orleans is ready to listen to trade trade offers and is willing to send. To send Anthony Davis on his way if he's not willing to sign an extension when they offer. It's do or die. 
Like at that at this point, it's do or die for the Pelicans. Because he has this year, and then he has next year. But he's and not. Then, but he's not. He's, he's not going to fucking stay. He's not going to say that year. Said, is it, it's not gonna well, be no, no. His contract. So his contract is until his player option isn't until the twenty twenty season. Okay. So oh, okay. he has two more guaranteed years on on his contract, and so. Um, but with that being said, it's he like. Dude, he, he needs to go off. They all, they all need to go off. Yeah, they all do. It's it's not so much about AD going off. It's about his teammates picking up the slap, picking up, yes. picking up the extra, the extra owning when on the court. Yeah, hey. I, I, I mean, I don't need the team being minus twenty when yeah. he's all on the bench. Hey, Etwan Moore's even even Etwan yeah, Moore's averaging like 15, 15 he's points. He's getting his, bro. Um, who else? Alfred Payton's averaging a cool like eight assists eight assist per, assist a game, assist per game with like twelve points. So this all gotta bring it all together now. You know what I mean? Yes. Um. I agree, um, but with that being said, um, another another player. You mean even before the season started, he was he was top two MVP. You mean candidate? Um, and then after we heard that he potentially might have a jump shot now, and that he <laughs> might be able to shoot threes. My nigga Giannis. Oh man, say less, nigga. No, bro. This man has been on a damn mission. Shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo. I ain't gonna say the name. Giannis Antetokounmpo. There we go. Shout out to Giannis. Niggas averaging twenty-seven points per game with like 15, 14 rebounds. Thirteen rebounds per game. Um, bro, tonight he dropped thirty-two with fucking eighteen rebounds and ten assists. Who they played tonight? Bucks played tonight. Uh, they played the Sixers. Fuck, bro. And it's crazy too. I don't know if you saw the scene, but um, on his on his last assist that he had. He like pump faked, then he like tied driving in, but then Embiid had him covered, and so he like came up with the ball in both hands directly over his head, and in like he was like mid air doing like a crunch, <laughs> just randomly threw the <laughs> ball behind himself, and backwards and shit. Backwards and shit. Uh, I think Chris Middleton and just hit the wide hit hit the three. It's crazy. Um, but Giannis yeah, is a fucking if you if, if, if you don't know by now. It's a fucking unicorn. I'm telling you, a bro. fucking specimen. He he is the yeah. luckiest monster of basketball, bro. Giannis is gonna have a dude. Event. Just when I thought that, like, you mean he's slowly or like, you mean approaching his peak? This he just steps his game up so much that I'm like, damn. He just got even. He just took his skill set to a level that I thought was unreachable. Was unreachable. You mean, and now he's just. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised that if I next year he gets even better. The, I want to see him fucking hit a three so bad this year, dog. I don't think he's hit one yet, has he? Mm-mm. No. He might even not. He might even not need to. Fuck it. If he gets a, if he gets that three, if he gets the mid range down, a solid mid range down, and then obviously what he can already do in the paint, just put um, him in the corner if and you the want thing to. About it too is bro is he's rebounding like a fucking monster. Thirteen bro. rebounds per game is fucking crazy. Even tonight, having that 18 rebound game, God, stupid. Damn. When you have Joel Embiid in the paint, right, and Dario Sarcic in the paint, right. Oh man, he's Giannis. And also going off for the Bucks, the Bucks are playing amazing basketball. What's the Can record? you tell me they're four and zero? No way. The Bucks are yeah. The Bucks are four and zero. Put that on. Put put that on moms. Put that on moms. Put that on moms. No way. The Bucks are four and zero. And I'll tell you this, bro. Talking about Zach Levine might be MIP, bro. Chris Middleton. Is definitely need, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, um, he needs to be in a, he to needs to be in the MIP conversation. I feel like bro. Chris Middleton's always in that. Fight. Chris Middleton is that's that's is that it's kind of like in that tier between elite, not elite player, but like kind of upper elite player and like average player. Well, he, yeah, 
You mean I would definitely say he, he gets he he gets the points he gets the boy yeah we asked, I think last season he averaged 22, 22 points per game he gets the points he can hit the three, he can hit the three when when when, when you need it he, he, he can he can have those nights where he goes off on fucking scoring tears but he's averaging twenty four points during the first four games and the thing about it too you is hear, like you don't you're not about hearing it. about it because exactly. Giannis is out there getting thirty exactly thirty points twenty eight points but the thing is is like the Bucks are winning because Chris Middleton's putting up. Those 23, 24 point games. Yep. And Eric Bledsoe's passing the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the Bucks. I mean, shit, shout out to the Bucks. The Bucks are right. hoping, bro. I'll drink to that. I'll, absolutely, I'll drink <laughs> to that. But yeah, dude. And um, I'm telling you, bro, even Joel Embiid tonight had like 19 rebounds. He had 30, 19, and uh, um, he had 30 points and 19 rebounds. Yeah. Ben Simmons is doing his normal like 10, 11, and 12. The Bucks um, are going to be a team to watch in the East. Absolutely, year. like every year. Oh, you know what I mean. You have to talk about them and keep in the discussion. Okay, them, but before I mean? we, uh, before we go on to anyone else, if you have anyone else, I I I, I just want I want to get your thought, your thought process on something that happened All tonight. Right. What's up? <laughs> how, how do you, so? Obviously, we know the Lakers got their first win tonight. So shout out to them. Shout out to LA. Even though you know what it is. Even though it was against my Phoenix Suns. How do you feel knowing that the Lakers' first win came off a game where Lance Stevenson led the team in points? The Suns do play in the West, right? Yeah. They are a Western Conference team? Yes. Then I feel fantastic about it. Because that means now LeBron is 1-3 and in the fucking Western Conference. And no one can say shit about it. He got a win. A win's a win, bro. They, 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 as, bad, as bad as the Suns are, they're still going to be a franchise. So I'm going to fuck. And Rockstar Lance having 23 makes it even sweeter. I'll tell you, bro. That nigga Rockstar was Lance led the team in scoring. LeBron tonight. only had 19 tonight, yeah. but it didn't even fucking matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a good That was a good first win for them. Now they and they won by like 20 points. Yeah. Shout to, shout points. to Lakers to get for getting their first win tonight. It's been a fucking wild, rocky fucking week for, for Lakers fans everywhere, but... Have no, have no fear. The Bronze gonna get y'all back on track. Going. Speaking of the fucking Lakers in the West, shout to the fucking Nuggets, bro. But they're hooping. Shout out to the fucking Nuggets. Oh, dude, that. They're, oh my god, they're, they're clicking, bro. They're, they're clicking. Four and oh, and the, and the, 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 the weird thing is that they're winning by like fifteen points. Fuck yes, but even even weirder than that, they have it's not playing. I don't want to. I'm not going to mention him. It's not playing. MJP's not playing. Um, fucking Willie Barton got hurt. Yeah, and um, Jamal uh, Jamal Jamal Murray didn't play a couple games in there, but they're still finding ways to eke out wins, bro. You know who I f- I keep forgetting on the team because he was hurt all last season. Paul Millsap. <laughs> Shit. Shout out to that big old f- big big old nigga. Fucking Paul Millsap in the fucking pants. And do you want to know what the crazy thing about it is? What? So out of their entire roster, bro, they use their entire bench mm-hmm. every game, mm-hmm. bro. They have. Um, they have eight. They have nine players who are averaging twenty plus minutes. They, no, nobody's nobody's playing more than 20, 28, 29 minutes a game. It's super stat. It's super balanced with, with extremely their balanced. Extremely balanced. Mike Malone's doing a good job with that. Fuck, oh. staggering their minutes. Um, they beat the Warriors on on fucking what was it Saturday Sunday? Uh, I think it was Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah, I think so. The twenty first. Yeah. No, I think it was Saturday. You're right. Saturday. Then, yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. So, so, so they beat they beat the they beat the Warriors Sunday. on Sunday. On Sunday. Sunday. Um, hundred and ninety-eight. Super close game. I was really happy that they were able to squeak squeak that win. And the, and the best and the craziest thing about it too 
was um, um, well, besides the point that they beat the fucking Warriors, um, was uh, Jokic dropped a fucking like, thirty-point triple double. Nikola Jokic, shout to Jokic, shout to Nikola Jokic. He is the Western Conference Player of the Week for Week One. He had a fucking amazing stat line: thirty-five points, eleven rebounds, eleven assists. A perfect fucking box score. No, he didn't miss one goddamn shot. The first player since Wilt Chamberlain to drop a perfect thirty, a perfect, a thirty-point perfect triple double. Man, Jokic is fucking weird, huh? He's a weird specimen, huh? Looks like a fucking squid out there. I'm sorry that happened against the Phoenix Suns, not the Warriors. (laughs) But yes, God, why is all it? After the first game, I was all happy that my Phoenix Suns were back and they were going to start winning. And then Jokic drops a perfect triple double, and then the Warriors. Lose to the Nuggets and they come out and beat them by like twenty. Bro, like we said, like, Lakers come out here and the 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 Suns let Lance lead the fucking team in scoring. Bro, like I said, the Suns aren't gonna be any world beaters this year. They're gonna be around that eight, uh, nine, ten seed this year. It doesn't look it doesn't look good very it doesn't look good for them right now. But you know, it's still like we said, it's still early. Yeah. But anyways, getting back to the Nuggets. Shout to them. They're second. They're, they're their defense is fucking elite too. They're they're already giving up ninety nine points per game. I know, considering considering the considering the amount of defense that's not being played in the in the NBA in the NBA right now. The first five games have been fucking like all star games. All the scores have been like one thirty four. You want to know what you I've wanna, hated that shit. You want to know what this team reminds me of? Uh, not exactly. So I wouldn't say exactly the skill level of the two thousand four Pistons, but you're sort of seeing very similar basketball being played. It's to a bunch where. Of- they can they're distributing minutes properly. They have a couple. I mean, Jokic. I mean, in a couple years, is going to be an elite center. Mm-hmm. It's just you just he plays for Denver. You no, know. you just know. You just know. Jokic just looks good already, dude. And how, he had several triple doubles last season too that impressed the league and was like, okay, you mean he he's he can play basketball. And the thing about it too is what he, he's gonna he's gonna be in the, he's gonna be in the All Star talk this year. Oh, absolutely. And oh, yeah. the, and the thing about it too is, um, I mean, the two and four Pistons. What what really was significant about them was when playoff time came around they were they were playing great offense but it was their defense and what they didn't allow Kobe Bryant and Sha- uh, Kobe Bryant and Shaq to do is what really like shocked everybody I will say this though about that about that Pistons about the compare about you comparing that team to this Denver Nuggets team is that we still haven't seen what this Nuggets team can do in, yes. in a kind of playoff scenario you know you feel like you feel like this year's going to be their year to finally make it in and you kind of see what kind of noise they can make yeah, but just, I just want to see them Get to the playoffs. Not, I don't really expect them to do anything more past the first round because, because it's the West. It's one. It's, it's the West. It's the West. So one, it's the West. Two, when you get to the playoffs, you have players like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant who elevate their games to a whole new level. Now you have LeBron James in the West, and as we've seen for the last eight years, you could have the entire world going against him, and this man is going to do everything in his power to win this basketball oh game. Oh my god. Yeah, considering yeah. what he did with that Cavs team, how he took him past that Pacers team who was playing amazing basketball. Yeah, goes on to sweep the number one team in the East, mm-hmm. then goes on to beat the Celtics in seven. Considering no one expected, you mean no one expected that. them, no one expected them to get to the finals. Uh, and it's just, you mean again, LeBron James. It is incredible to see how well LeBron James plays in the regular season. And then despite all the great things he does, you get to the playoffs and he just takes it to another level. Dem- you- Denver's got to earn it this year. Yes. That's, what, that's, how, that's, that's, that's all it is. They're going to. Denver's got to make it. They play the Lakers on. No on, days off, bro. They play the they, they play the Lakers again on fucking. 
Um, what's today is the twenty fourth, so they, I think they play them in the next couple of days. So again, we got to just see how they fucking yeah they work, man. They they look good already. I'll give them that. Do you have any more shout outs? Do you want to give out any more shout outs? Um, let's see. Uh, Quick shout out to fucking Trey Young. I have to I have to mention oh, it. Yeah. That nigga dropped thirty five and ten against the fucking Cavaliers. Despite how you feel about him and how what and, and how he looks and his hair and his fucking all that shit, that was impressive. It was a, it was a very impressive game. And you want to know something too? Uh, also, real quick shout out. Don't don't need to get too much into it. But Portland three and They are Portland's three. Damn, quiet three zero. Quiet three zero. And Damian's averaging like 27, 28 game points. Did they? Game. I, thought, I thought they lost the game this week against against uh, somebody though. Did they? I think they lost. I think they lost the game against um fucking. I don't think so. Uh, Dame 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 walked in the Dame walked into the arena that night as Stone Cold Steve Austin because they were having this fucking big old. They they beat the they beat the Spurs. Actually, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. They um they did lose. They're I think they're three and one. Three and one. Three and one. But uh, they beat the Spurs on Sunday by like 13 points. Um, Dame and then they also beat the Lakers last week. Yeah, they did. They Nick, beat the Lakers opening night. Oh, uh, I guess we gotta give a shout out to Nick Stauskas. Shout out to Nick Stauskas. Uh. <laughs> Fucking! I don't know what he's on. Unbelievable! I don't know what he's drinking. He's, Twenty-six he's points. Drinking, he's, he's drinking MJ's uh, secret uh, formula. Special juice. Special, Special juice. juice. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Stauskas. That Sas Castillo. If if any other name by that. Yeah, he went off. Who went the fuck off? I was pretty mad with the entire game. How did that nigga drop twenty-six points? Like we were talking about earlier. No defense this year in the NBA, Dude, right? And, it doesn't look very defensive minded. You know the crazy thing too is, and I hate to say, bro, the Lakers probably right now are dead last in defense. Tell yeah. me a team that's worse. No, yeah, no, I have to agree with you. And we, the thing about it is, like, yeah, you mean we've like, we're only four games in, and you might have another team whose defense wasn't too good on another nah, game. But like, they've been playing bad, consistently bad defense. They're ball watching. They're, they're, they're yes. ball watching. They're ball watching. They're not moving. They're they don't know their places on the court when they need to, no. and then it just it falls apart. But not a shout out, but a fucking a thing you an area of of concern. Of concern. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, another another area of concern too that I noticed. Um, can you tell me how, you know, the Utah Jazz obviously made the playoffs last year, right? Beat the Thunder in the first round, make <laughs> right. it to the second round, even get a game against the Warriors. I right. think, right? They did get a game. Um, can you tell me how on Monday, the Memphis Grizzlies again? The Memphis Grizzlies kind of I kind of forgot they were an organization for a while. Don't haven't we all? Shit. <laughs> how the Jazz are. Only going to score 84 points against the Memphis Grizzlies? It had to be a bad night, bro. I understand a bad night. It had night, to be a bad night. I understand a bad night, but 84 points? You got James Crowder. Nigga, that's great. Jay Crowder. That's, that, that's the great grind for you, bro. That's the great grind of Memphis. Memphis I'm isn't going to get... Memphis, Memphis sucks, but they're going to give you a tough-ass game every single time. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Another thing, too, bro, is I'm very disappointed in the way the Pacers have started off the season. What are they? The Pacers. I think they're like one and two. Two and two. That's kind two of two and two, and just they, they uh, they, yeah, I think they're, they're two and two. Um, Shout out to Kemba. Don't what you think too? Speaking of the East, three and two, three and two. two. The, the the Pacers. Yeah, uh, they beat they they went they beat the Spurs by twenty tonight. But you expected more from the Pacers, huh? Yeah. How's Old Depot doing? Is he not? Is he? He's. He, ah, he's having a bunch of soft nights. Soft nights. Yeah. You he, can't have that. He he's. Uh, tonight was the first game I think the first or the second game that he led the team in scoring he's not he's not the MIP that he was last year also speaking of lowlights or fucking areas of concern 
Um, the Thunder. I don't know. That they look fucking day. awful. I know. I know. This is listen to me, Tim. I know. I know you feel about the guy, but I feel like we should make him make the transition to an anti Paul George podcast. Ah, you know what? Ah, uh, nah. Give me one There's, more. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I need. Give me one more. Give me one more game. Give me one more game of Paul George, and then I'll come back. And if he does the same bullshit, here's the thing. The first two games. God, nigga was. <laughs> Shooting the he fucking, was non-existent. I'll tell you that. I will give you that. That nigga was shooting at anything, anything on the fucking court. But you know, here's the thing. He he was he he was just. There's no other way to put it, man. This nigga was trash. There's, there's he's a, a bum. They haven't gotten a win yet. He was they're, yeah. They're zero and three. But I'm telling you this. The first two games he was a bum. Westbrook comes back the third game, drops like 32. They still lose. To the mean, Kings. Unfortunately, to, to the, the Kings. Kings. To the Kings, they lost. Paul George has like 25, 26. Pretty good night. It's a really good night, except for the fact that they lost the game. They're shooting well. You mean they both put up good numbers, and that's what I expected from them. Again, outside of them losing, um, and the way he played when Westbrook was out there in the court tells me one. You know what? You the the first thing that I thought of when I saw Paul George play a hundred times better when Westbrook was out there yeah. was that Paul George has accepted the fact that he. Cannot lead this team. Paul George. Paul George has accepted that. I mean, obviously, it's no, been clear that this is Westbrook's team. Yeah, of course. Of course, the Westbrook team. Westbrook's the better player, and I think he's he's Scotty, bro. He's Scotty Pippen. He can't be. He can't play good basketball unless no. MJ is out on the court. Exactly. That's Paul, what I realized. Paul George one of the is. I think I. I'm very very angry at fucking Paul George for a lot of reasons. For a lot of you're just mad he's not in LA. No, I'm not. Shit. No, I'm tell not. Tell me right now, that's I'm not where all. Not, tell no. me that's not where all this. No, anger no, no. Tell me, tell me, this is that's not where all this anger derives from. It goes back further than that. Listen for to what? me. In the playoffs last year against the Utah Jazz, that nigga shit the bed against fucking the substitute Toby Flanderson from the office. Toby Flanderson gave him the fucking works. Hell no. Paul George, you're on, you're my fucking you're my fucking shit list until you figure that shit out, bro. I'm not I'm not dealing with that shit. No, no, no. Paul George, you need to fuck get that shit together, bro. But I digress. Then you need to feel the same way about DeMar DeRozan. Actually, that's my last guy I want to shout out. He had it. <laughs> that's so great pretty well. Shout out to fucking DeMar DeRozan. This is going to be the last guy I shout out this week. Listen to me. I, it was against my Lakers. I'm not happy about it. I was not fucking happy about it. You, t- you take us to overtime. It looked like we had the game and we just shoot the bed. But DeMar DeRozan, that nigga dropped 32, 8, Eight rebounds and fourteen assists. When, when in your life did you ever think he, Paul, he would have more than five or six assists? Right, he averaged his career like a six, uh, five or six assists per game uh, career rise. But fourteen, he is thriving in that pop. He's he's pop. Pa- dude, it's that pa- it's that pass, 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 shoot system, bro. That nigga's hitting threes too now. I'm telling. Have you? Do you see uh, that game against the Lakers? He had a kid, a nice quarter, a uh, uh, top, a quarter. Do you, do, do you remember that team? one? Uh, you remember that one? He was straight on top of the three-point line, yep. directed for the basket. He just pulls up, bro, and just straight bank. Bro, Bank's I, open, bro. I was like... That's just not happening in Toronto. No, it's not. That, Tor- nigga, that nigga shoot over the backboard. That nigga... Out of bounds. Pop is turning into Alamo City Kobe, bro. He's going to have him doing turnarounds. The, he, I mean, he already has the mid-range. Fucking like Davey Crockett over there, bro, in Texas and shit. That, that nigga already, that nigga's already got, the, got, the, got the mid-range game. So, shout out to DeMar DeRozan, nigga. Keep cooping like that. 
before we move on, I just remembered, and I don't know how we were about to forget to say this, as much as me and you aren't the biggest fan, as as, as much frustration as these caused us the last four years, oh, shit. this nigga just dropped 51 points tonight. Stephen Curry, fuck that nigga, yeah. He's hooping, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Stephen I'm, Curry, 51 against, against I'm the Wizards I'm telling you, tonight. bro, and here's the thing, last night, me and, me, me and Josh Rao were having a couple beers, you mean, just, you mean... Um, you relax a little bit. You mean talking politics? Talking politics with some homies, and I turn to him. I turn to Josh and go, "Yo, Steph Curry might average thirty tonight." Josh is Josh is a little hesitant. Not really. Not really sure about it. I nah. From the way the way he's playing basketball, he's on some like twenty fifteen legendary type of legendary life. type of bullshit when he dropped like 433s in a year he's on that type of bullshit he's on that pace bro he's he's, he's currently he currently has more threes this year than the cavaliers the utah jazz i think the pacers as well and like, i'm telling you about this this man went 11 for 16 well, how the fuck do you do that if you're not if if your name's not kobe bryant you're not doing that shit i'm telling you bro it's and it makes you so mad I'm, and and I'm telling good. you, bro. But tell me now, bro. You dropping fifty one like that, and, and the one the shittiest thing about this, what? this nigga did this in three quarters, and then didn't play, a, didn't play a single minute in the fourth. Now, now is that is that is that on the Wizards for not guarding him properly with John Wall and, and, and Austin Rivers? Absolutely that... not. Because if you look at those highlights, at least half of those threes he made, there was a hand in his face the entire fucking time. You just can't do anything about it, bro. There's no guarding that man when he's in his motion, bro. Fuck no. I'm telling you. When he, when he plants his feet, like you're like you're talking about earlier, when, when he when he he goes he goes in the air and he plant he he does a landing to where he like shifts his body slightly and he put he lands with his right foot in front of in the front of his body. It's it's, it's over. In. It's game over, bro. It's, Nothing you can do about it. When he starts doing that with every three point shooter, you're gonna have those eleven sixty nights. And the thing about it too is the one thing that I hate is that I've become so accustomed to watching Steph Curry that. I'm more surprised to see him miss a three-pointer <laughs> than to make like four or five of them in a row. I'm more surprised when he misses two of them in a row. I'm telling you, he can make six three-pointers in a row, and I wouldn't be as surprised as if he missed two in a row. And something. That's where we're at right and now. And I'm telling you, that 51 points in three quarters, that right there has to be another defining moment to where, yo, he might average 30 points this season. I think for him, this is a season to where he, he he's, he's coming out – Obviously, we already know it's his team and not Kevin Durant's. And I think it's because too at the beginning of the season, it's like, oh, Steph Curry is thirty years thirty. Can the 31, 32, 30 year old Steph Curry still have his game? Still have the game, yeah. bro. He's got it. That nigga's got it. Um, if he keeps playing, that nigga's got it for a dude, long if he keep, time too. Dude, if he keeps shooting these threes like like he like he did in two thousand fifteen, bro, you can't. He's back in MVP talks. He is without doubt. You know oh. what I mean? Speaking of the Warriors. As we get on to the next topic of our of the show, the, the last topic, god damn, we've been talking for a long ass time, bro. We had a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, we did. Fucking feels great, NBA's right? NBA's back, bro. Thank fucking God. Anyways, getting back to the discussion on the Warriors, especially. So, um, as you might know, in the rubble in the rumblings of the NBA and the the, the the dark deep crevices of the NBA, there's talks that, you know, Kevin Durant might not resign next year. That has to be something on, on our minds constantly. Because it's possible, it's very very possible. Kevin Durant just says, "You know what? I'm gonna get that one ring, and then go and then go off and do whatever the fuck I want to do after that." At that point, uh, go you you lose Kevin Durant, 
you go down the time, you go down, say, three or four years afterwards, four, four or five years afterwards, the Warriors aren't going to be the Warriors aren't going to be the same team that they that, that 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 they've been these last couple these last couple. They're not going to be as dominant as they are in the next five years. And, I also think, and what I think about it too is like, yeah, it's a step for me, especially the way Steph Curry's coming off starting the season. I think Steph Curry has three more, two three more years of being this fucking elite shooter. Absolutely, what he is, Clay Thompson. Doesn't put too much strain on his body because all he does is fucking. Shoot, he's a great defender, point. and then he just catches and shoots the ball. Yeah. You have Draymond Green, who is very durable, extremely durable. He's as long as he stays in the system, another like I said, another solid two, three, maybe even four years of him being where he needs to be. But what I see being the the biggest impact towards the Warriors not being at the just dominating the NBA like they have been is obviously Kevin Durant leaving is going to have an effect. That's going to be a big one. That's going to be a big one. Because I think he's gone. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back either. Two. I, 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 think we, I think we have to bully Kevin Durant to leave. I feel like we have to get on the social media pages. Let's do it, bro. Go. I'm down. Fuck Yo, it. you heard this here first. Everyone, get on social media. Start Start, start fucking, spamming him. Start spamming him. Because you remember that thing I, I, I sent I sent Josh this thing the other day where I was like, what's most likely to happen? Jimmy Butler gets traded in the next three days. Um, Russell Westbrook averages less than – or. Averages three or less fewer turnovers. turnovers a game. Um, it was uh, Derek Rose. Derek Rose doesn't get hurt, or Kevin Durant doesn't respond to somebody on the on social media. No. What's most likely to happen? The key, the key to get the, the key to I'm end the key to ending all of this Warriors dynasty talk is just fucking bullying Kevin Durant. You see how he reacts on social media all he's a fucking the time. Little, he's, he's a baby, bro. Let me see, he's a crybaby. So, but let's sit. Yeah, let, 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 Let's say we get to that point, we bully him out of fucking, we bully him out of fucking. Even with Kevin Durant gone, you have the Warriors who are still the fuck. They were a seventy-three win team before he showed up. But what I think too is what even what's even bigger than Kevin Durant leaving is Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala are getting older. Are getting old, and they're going to start declining at a very fast rate. And I think those two players getting old and declining at that really fast rate it's because very, of age is going to have very, the biggest impact on them because that's their bench. So hypothetical. So let's let's put it in, let's put it in hypothetical sense. At this point, say you say you lose Sean Livingston, say 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 you leave um, uh, Iggy. Um, let's say twenty nineteen Clay leaves. And you left with, and you left, and you, and the, the, and ultimately the entire Splash Brother dynasty, Golden State Warrior dynasty, ends off and and and, and falls off. Five years down the road, who's leading the West? Who who is at at this point? Let's say five years down the road, um, Steph Curry is still on the Warriors, of course, because he's gonna retire. He's, he's gonna fucking retire as a fucking as a fucking Warrior. We know that for sure. Absolutely. Draymond is probably gonna still be there, but. Clay, Clay's options. Clay could, Clay could all out in free agency this year. And the thing the about it too is, I see. I mean, Draymond wants to be in, in, in for the wants to stay at the Warriors, and Draymond's already made his his, his uh, thoughts very clear that he's not gonna. Clay's made it. Clay both made it clear that neither of them are taking anything less than what what than what they're max than what they deserve than a max. And the thing is, is like Clay's Clay's due up first for for a contract extension. Right. Right, and if he stays, he's getting that money. Yeah, and you can't you pay. can't pay Steph Curry. You can't pay three players a max. Contract. You can't. Yeah, no, you can't. The the, the math line, I know right there, but the math would not add up at all. That you 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 get rejected every time. So 
But yeah. But with that being said, who who who's your who, who's the new Warriors out there in the West in when, five years? In five years, yeah. it's too far ahead. But like, my heart's my heart still says the Lakers are going to be that team. That's what that's what I I I I would have to agree. You know what I mean? You know what? Here's the thing. Here's here's my top four teams in five years. Yeah. Top three. I have the Lakers, even though I think LeBron's not going to be there in five years. He's not going to be At there. At that point, LeBron will have given these guys enough knowledge to... to he's going to have another ring or two with the Lakers. Um, he's going to be gone. I think he. I think he's done after this four-year stint. Oh, yeah. No. I think so he does his contract. three years. He picks up his player option. And, be and his then last that's his last ride. And it's, it's going to be... Emotional. <sighs> it's gonna be emotional for me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know. I don't, let, let's start, not worry about that till I'm we get there. Cry, let's not worry about that till we get there. But I have L.A. Um, I have L.A. at number one. Um, um. Actually, you know what? Let's do an order. I'm just gonna do an order. Okay. Here it is. All right, let's go. Here it is. L.A. Denver. Phoenix. Um. Utah. Utah. Those are my four top teams. Hmm. No particular order, no particular except order. for LA being at top. I will <laughs> say LA is number at top. Outside of that, those four teams, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I don't know about the Suns, but I do agree with you on with Denver and fucking. Um, I just, I just, who, who would you put in there instead of the Suns? Tell me right I now. I think heading out west. Of course, I was. Of course, I ultimately. Here's the thing. New Orleans, you can't you can't say you, nothing positive because you, Anthony you Davis might Yeah, you, you can't say anything about them. Yeah, Portland, exactly. I think that I think Portland keeps winning, but I think I think they get to a point where like, you know what, we're not we're not winning championships and you mean you, we're not going to see Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum together too much longer. And then, I, and I, then it's slowly going to go into a rebuild. I hope so. I really hope they stay together. Though, Memphis isn't doing anything significant in the nah, next five years. No, no, no. San Antonio, San Antonio might be in the conversation. I feel like top five for sure. If Pop doesn't, if Pop doesn't retire in the next five, if Pop doesn't retire, Pop's retiring in like two years, two three years. We we all we all know Pop's done. In the and next the thing two about it too is, it, it's going to suck to see, see this, but it's just like when Greg Popovich took over, the Spurs were not winning. No. Yeah. It's gonna take someone to come in to rejuvenate and do something new with them to get them back to where they were. It won't be that. So way. I don't think I see them. The Clippers? Uh, no, 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 I don't see the Clippers. The Clippers don't seem appealing. And here's the thing. Here's the th- and so then you have Dallas, um, Luka Doncic. I do like Dallas though. I, I like say- Dallas too. But the only thing for me is like, you mean what? Wesley Matthews isn't gonna be there in five years. DeAndre no. Jordan is not gonna be there in five years. Dirk Nowitzki is not gonna be there next year. Yeah, you have Luka Doncic, who's going to be leading the whole... That's going to be his team in five years. Yes. But Dennis Smith, uh, uh, DSJ... Uh, he's going he's gonna to say that. Like he's going to be there, I like but their, dude, I like their back. I'm going to tell you, though. DSJ, bro, he's... He's still not doing what everyone expects him to do on the basketball court. And obviously, again, we're only four games in, I know. But, like, his season... I'm going to say right now, his season last year was disappointing. Really? A disappointing season. From he the expectations that he had and what he was supposed to do, from the expectations that we had, it was it was a little disappointing. It was a, okay. a little he underperformed. How about that? Okay. He underperformed, and he's been underperforming well. He's still not shooting the way that he needs to be shooting the basketball. He's got a growth still. Um, I know. I, I just do. I just don't. I just see Phoenix above them in five years because, dude, you 100%. cannot sit there and tell me that Devin Booker is not going to be a top. Sh- 
this dude's going to be the one. He, at one point in his career, he's going to be the best shooting guard in the league. I do agree. Definitely DeAndre agree. Ayton is going to finish the season averaging 18 and like 11. Um, you mean, and then uh, Josh Jackson is going to develop super well. I, I, I agree. I do think that for my for my top four, though, it has to be L.A., of course. I think Denver's in the conversation as well the next five years with the talent that they're, that they're acquiring in. Yeah. I do fuck with I do fuck with Utah Utah a lot. I like I I do like Donovan Mitchell. I love I, that I love that I love that team. That's that a good guy, one. That guy can get in the fucking the fucking lane. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, like we're talking about, I do despite what you say about DSJ and Luca, that's a that's a great backcourt to have. That's something that's that's something that the Dallas can like look look forward to and grow upon mm-hmm. and put asses around to where they're 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 competing. They're finally competing back in the West Conference. So my top four would be like this: L.A., Denver, Dallas, and then fucking um, Utah. In five years, I, 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 out of those four, out, out of those four, I can see them. I can see most likely it being L.A. taking taking that taking that prize because I just feel like LeBron. LeBron is too goddamn good to not to not teach guys anything. Yeah, I feel like a, a, it's it's rocky right now for them right now. But I I even said it. In the early in the offseason, it's going to be struggles at times. Yes, and we've we've already seen we've already the noticed first that four already. games, yes. one and three. It's and LeBron's already come out too and said, "Hey, I knew what I got myself into." He knew. It's it's all it's all it's, at this point. LeBron is taking that mentor role, yeah, and and flying with it, bro. He is. He is. So in five years, LA's going to fucking win maybe another a third ring. They're gonna just build a dynasty up again. It's gonna be Brandon Ingram, fucking big old beefy motherfucker, and like six foot, seven foot tall, and like 250 50 pounds. Kuzma fucking playing good. Josh Hart's gonna be a fucking all star in a couple of years. Don't sleep on my motherfucking man, Josh Hart. He he fucking got to start tonight for the first time in forever. I'm fucking happy he started. Lonzo Ball's gonna be an even better playmaker because he's playing alongside Rondo. Learned a lot of shit. Boom. Um, who else? Um, um, boom. Yeah. No. Fuck it. L. A. I'm telling you, five years they're gonna, it's gonna go back to the fucking LA Lakers running the fucking NBA. And then, and then Jason Tatum's gonna be leading the Celtics, and you're gonna have it's gonna have eighties all over again. Hell, fucking yes, it's what we need. Every couple, every so, every couple decades or so, the Boston Celtics and the Lakers have to be competitive again. So I feel like in the next five years, we'll see those two teams competing it out for the finals every single year. So uh, I digress. Fuck, another good episode, huh? Shit. Basketball's well, back, motherfuckers. You know what the fuck it is. Well, that's what we got for you this week. And remember, we back. We back. And as always, sponsored by Takate. Shout out to the goddamn taste of Takate Original for getting us to Takate Original podcast tonight. All right. All right. Have, remember, y'all stay bull bomb and blessed. Have you made it past our fucking uh, our Mexican beer fucking journey yet? Are, are we still have more beer to fuck? Child? No, I, I think that's, I think we've 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 gone down the whole line of our Mexican beer, so if you got any <laughs> suggestions on what we should be sponsored by next week, send them our way. Um, if mm-hmm. not, then you can find out next week, but as always, y'all, we'll see y'all when we see y'all. Catch Peace. You, catch y'all later.